Hi, it's The Wire. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, today is June the 30th, 2023. This weekend, you're going to get a great fight on ESPN+. Plus. I mean a great fight. Folks, this is a dangerous fight. There are many looking at the heavyweight division who believe its future is big baby Jared Anderson. I believe this is an opportunity for gamblers. Let's talk about it. The base bet I like, and we'll get into why. And I normally hate these bets, but the base bet I like is the under four and a half rounds. You heard right, four and a half rounds. I like the under, right? That base bet for me is really just insurance because I'm just going to do a math play here. If you think Charles Martin, who has fought Anthony Joshua, didn't turn out well for him, Luis Ortiz, who I would argue is the best opponent either of these guys has had. And of course, Martin drops Luis Ortiz twice in that fight, ultimately gets stopped himself. But if you believe that Charles Martin, in Jared Anderson's backyard, in Ohio, only has an 11.1% chance of winning this fight, he's a plus 800 underdog, then I think you're kidding yourself. Right? This is a dangerous fight. I like the under four and a half rounds. I'm going to throw some speculation money. I'm not saying it wins. I'm just saying it's a great speculation. On Charles Martin, the last-minute replacement at a plus 800. Let's talk about the fight. Jared Anderson has a 100% KO ratio. Charles Martin is a two-week last-minute replacement. The fight's in Anderson's backyard, and to me, that means that this young fighter, right, he's mid-20s, I think he's 23 or 24, this young fighter is going to feel a lot of pressure. Let's look at the personality. Anderson admits that when he fought Jerry Forrest, he lost his cool. He got hit by Forrest. It upset him. He then threw an inordinate amount of punches by heavyweight standards. Right? A lot of punches to get Jerry Forrest out of there. And understand, Jerry Forrest is not the puncher Charles Martin is. Right? In fairness to Jerry Forrest, Jerry Forrest gave... Jili Zhang, a much tougher fight than did Joe Joyce, right? 
It was about as tough a fight as a guy who gets off the canvas three times could give an opponent. If you're a Jili Zhang fight, and I believe he's a serious threat for the heavyweight title, I believe he's one of the top heavyweights on the planet. He's a southpaw like Charles Martin. If you believe that Jili Zhang is going to be a stiff challenger to Tyson Fury if and when that fight happens, you need to look at Jerry Forrest getting off the canvas and then showing you boxing skills and making Zhang look extremely tired, right? Extremely tired. Well, understand, Jared Anderson against Jerry Forrest blows him out. Forrest is in the corner. He cannot believe that he's run into this tornado, right? Let me also point out, too, that with Anderson, the water is deep. In other words, you see the big right hand. He throws a huge right hand. It's kind of like a cannon. But then you notice he's throwing that right hand from angles, right? You notice he has a little sidestep that he does where he's able to throw punches really way off at the side. You almost get the feeling you're watching Arthur Perturbiev, the light heavyweight champion, who, ironically, like Anderson, has a 100% KO ratio. But where Anderson really is interesting is you notice he's ambidextrous. In other words, Anderson can flip over to left-handed and can actually deal with you. He's not as good left-handed as, let's say, Tyson Fury. If you look at Tyson Fury against, I believe it's Kevin Johnson, and I'm talking off the top of my head here, Right? Fury is left-handed, and that right jab is flawless. Right? Just understand, there's some guys who can invert. Terrence Crawford. And you can't tell if he's a natural lefty or righty. With Jared Anderson, he looks like a young fighter. But understand, this is the stage of your career where you try things, and then you develop them as you get older. Just know that Jared Anderson is ambidextrous. Just know that Jared Anderson has a pretty good lead left hook when he's right-handed. So the outcry on Jared Anderson is justified. He's an athlete, too. He throws an inordinate number of punches against Jerry Forrest. You think to yourself, wow, this young man is going to be in trouble if this fight lingers. But understand, even after the inordinate number of punches, he comes out the next round and he looked relatively fresh. He's an athlete. That's one of the reasons why the line is so skewed here. Right? Understand, too, it doesn't look like Anderson's doing a lot of lateral movement, but you notice he forces an opponent to turn. Now, here's the rub. And it's a big rub. He has only been passed the fourth round once in his career. And that was seven fights ago. Right? Past the fourth round once. Casino, that's right. I'll take the under four and a half rounds. That would give me to the midway point of the fifth round. Let me also point out, too, that behind the scenes, Jared Anderson has been around. 
there's a fighter he sparred with who boldly said Jared Anderson is a future heavyweight champion. All he has to do is keep his focus. That's what the guy said, right? Words to that effect, right? He went further. He said, look, you know, he just has to make sure that he doesn't, you know, sign anything without talking to people and that he doesn't complicate his life outside the ring, that he can focus on boxing. And the guy said he's going to be a champion for several years. That guy was Tyson Fury, who apparently, according to reports, got cuffed around in a sparring session by Jared Anderson. Now, look, I know the public sees him, sees the athleticism, realizes that the water's deep, that this is a guy who can throw punches from weird angles, can go southpaw, has some hand speed, is explosive, connects with the crowd. I get it. Sometimes in betting, you're going to be unpopular. I'm going to be unpopular this fight. Right? Jared Anderson doesn't deserve the odds he's getting on this fight. Right? This is simply a math play for me. The line is ridiculous. Charles Martin at one point held the heavyweight title. Right? He's fought people, gone the distance with Adam Konofsky. Well, understand, Martin is 37 years old. He's a southpaw. Right? Anderson won't be able to go southpaw against a natural southpaw. Cross that part of his game off. If you look at the Luis Ortiz fight, you're going to notice the two knockdowns are very different. One, Martin throws a pile driver left hand. Right? Martin can knock you out with one punch. He knocks Luis Ortiz down with that shot. The second knockdown's more interesting. Ortiz, who I consider championship level. Understand, he fought Deontay Wilder twice. I thought Ortiz was going to win both fights. In fact, during the fights, I thought Ortiz was winning the fights. Right? I believe Ortiz beats Anthony Joshua. I believe the things that Robert Garcia was trying to teach Joshua, right? Come in low, have some slickness, go to the body. Luis Ortiz already knows, right? Ortiz now is in his 40s. He's a bit past his prime. But even today, I would love to see Luis Ortiz against Usyk. That would be southpaw to southpaw. Understand, Ortiz would come in on his front foot one of the better recent heavyweight fights was Ortiz against Andy Ruiz. Understand, Andy Ruiz has few peers in the pocket. I mean few. One of them is Luis Ortiz. If Andy doesn't drill Ortiz and knock him down multiple times early in that fight, Andy would have been in trouble because, believe it or not, when they came down the home stretch. It was Luis Ortiz who was winning the rounds. Well, the second knockdown in the Martin Ortiz fight 
is Martin throwing a jab. Martin's jab can be stiff. He hits Ortiz with a stiff jab, and Ortiz hits the canvas. Now understand, Ortiz is one of these professional guys, highly technical, who, you know, isn't ashamed to nod to the opponent and say, okay, you caught me with that shot. That's what he does when he gets off the canvas. That's how stiff the jab was. Now, let me just say this. Are you sure that a young guy who has only been past the fourth round once in his career, once, against the Southpaw who went the distance, against front foot heavy, action heavy, Adam Konotsky is going to be able to fend off that Southpaw without getting hit himself when he plays to the crowd and he's fighting at home. This is a homecoming fight for Jared Anderson. I'm expecting Jared Anderson to get caught up in a shootout. This fight, I believe, is going to remind us of one of the great fights of the 70s. It's on YouTube. Please look at it. George Foreman against Ron Lyle. Let me just say this. Right? Foreman was young. Foreman, now this is Foreman after he lost to Ali. But just understand, Foreman was young. And we thought Foreman was going to own the 1970s. Right? He fights Norton. He fights Joe Fraser combined. Combined. Norton and Fraser went less than five full rounds. Combined. Right? Foreman looked unbeatable. We looked at the Ali fight. The count is a little bit dodgy. Foreman uses the wrong strategy gets too energized, right? Should have backed away from Ali. I like the fact that he's front foot and aggressive, but should have backed away from Ali and gotten Ali off the ropes, gotten Ali out of his rope-a-dope stance. Well, he fights Ron Lyle, and understand Ron Lyle is just like Charles Martin, right? Ron Lyle is older. Ron Lyle hits hard. Ron Lyle is a guy who, whoever he's fighting, Ron Lyle wanted to show that fighter that he was alpha. Right? I understand Charles Martin is polite with Jared Anderson. Charles Martin has this thing about him where he needs to let the other guy know, whether it's Luis Ortiz, whether it's Adam Konotsky, he needs to let the other guy know, hey, I'm alpha here. Right, you look at the George Foreman Ron Lyle fight. By the way, Ron Lyle drops George Foreman, as gifted as Foreman was. Foreman's one of the most gifted fighters I know of. Understand too, Foreman, having held a heavyweight belt, had better defense, that Archie Moore defense, than Jared Anderson has. Right? Foreman has one of the best jabs. Period. Not heavyweight jabs. One of the best jabs of the 1970s. Foreman gets dropped by Ron Lyle. 
right? Ron Lyles, the vet who is going to fight the bully. Ron Lyles, the vet who knows everyone's there for George Foreman. Foreman had to get off the canvas to finish Ron Lyle. Now here, here's Charles Martin in Toledo, Ohio, where Charles Martin won an amateur championship. Right, here's Charles Martin, and he has to be looking around, and I'm just telling you there's a school of boxing that says you don't want to fight at home, that you want to be the guy on the road because the local media is not going to bother you too much, right? You're not their fighter. Your friends aren't going to be hitting you up for tickets you can't give them and locations you can't give them. Right? You can go to the coffee shop. Some of the fans won't even recognize you. They'll recognize the hometown fighter. No one has expectations for you. Right? This is how Azuma Nelson thought. Azuma Nelson would travel places to fight people. Right? Well, just understand. KG vet Charles Martin is going to look at Jared Anderson. He's going to look at the crowd. He's going to see Anderson motioning to the crowd because Anderson's an Ali guy. Right? When Ali fought Foreman, understand, Foreman fought Ali. Ali fought Foreman in Africa. Right? It was only Ali who understood he was in Africa. It's Ali who recognizes the crowd. It's Ali motioning to the crowd. It's Ali who brings the crowd with him spiritually into the ring. Jared Anderson is going to bring his hometown crowd into the ring with him. And understand the way it is, too. When you're the big fish in the small pond, when you're Ray Boom Boom Mancini and you're bringing the camera to Ohio, you're bringing the country to Ohio, right, folks? The crowd is with you. Now, that's big. Some fighters feed off that. Ali fed off the Zaire crowd. But that's burdensome. Charles Martin's going to look over at Jared Anderson, and he's going to realize this young kid is under pressure. Right? The crowd is here. The crowd thinks he's, what, prime Sonny Liston? The casinos have priced this as if he's prime Joe Lewis. Right, Martin had the heavyweight title for about three months. Right, Martin was a decorated amateur. Martin's going to realize that this might lead to Jared Anderson being hyper-aggressive like he was in the Jerry Forrest fight. This is going to be a shootout, like Ron Lyle, George Foreman. Right? Jared Anderson's not there to get rounds. He's not there to go the distance. Jared Anderson is there, like Virgil Ortiz in front of his crowd. Right? Virgil Ortiz fought a few fights in his hometown. Right? He's there to prove to the people of Toledo that he's a paradigm shift. 
that he's on his way to the top floor of the heavyweight division and they're in the elevator or on the escalator with him. So he's going to face a guy like Ron Lyle. Look at Ron Lyle looking at George Foreman in the face-off before they start fighting, right? Ron Lyle's looking right in Foreman's face. He wanted Foreman to know, look, dude, you're just another dude. Charles Martin's going to come out with that macho stuff he has going, and he's going to look at Jared Anderson. He's going to let Jared Anderson know, look, man, I'm here. I, I'm prepared to disrespect you in your moment on ESPN in front of your people. Right, folks, the Luis Ortiz first knockdown happens early. I believe it's round one or round two. Charles Martin is going to come out, might not throw a lot of punches at first. He is an off-angles guy himself, only he's a southpaw. Let me just tell you, too, southpaws think differently than righties. Right? Said the father of a southpaw. Right? Southpaw people are always wondering, is this opponent ready for my angles? Right? Can this opponent deal with left-handers? That's a huge question for Southpaw. Right? Charles Martin compounds that by standing a bit too tall and by coming in at odd angles. Look at the first knockdown against Luis Ortiz. He hits Ortiz, by the way, right around the back of the head. If Martin comes out and starts throwing shots like that, again, this is a harder puncher than Jerry Forrest. Jared Anderson in front of his home crowd is going to lose it. You're going to have a shootout with not one, but two punchers. I believe this fight ends up looking like Foreman Lyle. Both guys go down in that fight. Right here, somebody is going to get hit and hurt. Let me also point out, too, Charles Martin suffers a devastating stoppage by Luis Ortiz. Martin gets hit, and it's clear this is like the NOA stoppage of Nonito Denier, where Denier got hit after the fight he pointed out that he didn't know what was happening. That his corner had to yell to him to cooperate with the ref after he got off the canvas. Charles Martin gets hit, it's clear, at least for a good four or five seconds. That Charles Martin, after he's hit, doesn't know where he is, doesn't know who his opponent is, He's completely out of it. Right now, those are the worst kind of knockouts for a guy in the second half of his 30s to have. There's a possibility that Charles Martin gets hit. Luis Ortiz is at the stage of his career. This is what age does to you where he's lost his chin. It's possible that Charles Martin may have lost his. That could also contribute to an under four and a half rounds, right? So, let me just say this. While I believe in Anderson, I don't believe in this betting line. I also don't like Anderson's lack of experience after the fourth round. 
So I'll be the casino's Huckleberry here. I'll take Charles Martin at plus 800, hedged with the under four and a half rounds. The crowd is going to make this fight fever pitch. Martin trusts his power. There is no way we're going to get to the end of the second round without Martin throwing big-time shots. I'm expecting a shootout. While Martin has gotten off the canvas and continued on in a fight, I don't know what to expect if Anderson gets hurt, gets dropped, and has to get off the canvas. I also believe this is a young guy who might not have the experience in pressing situations. To throw his ego aside, if he gets dropped, get off the canvas and then hug the opponent. Try to survive. Have an awareness of the clock. No, okay, I have 58 seconds in this round to burn. I've got to hold this guy. I've got to hold his arm. You remember Floyd Mayweather, a great, getting off the canvas. Well, not getting off the canvas, but having his knees buckle against Shane Mosley and then holding Mosley's arm so Mosley couldn't hit him with that same punch. Right now, that was a vet. Does a hurt Jared Anderson know what to do? Understand how good Jared Anderson has been. This is almost a Mike Tyson situation. When Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, before he gets knocked down, we were all amazed that he had a swollen eye. Until that point of Tyson's career, we hadn't even seen Tyson with a swollen eye. We hadn't seen Tyson with any swelling. Right? I'll give you another one. Marvin Hagler's fighting Thomas Hearns before the stoppage in that fight. Marvin Hagler starts bleeding. You're looking at that fight. You're saying, my God, Marvin's bleeding. Until that moment, I had never seen Marvin Hagler bleed. Understand, if Charles Martin starts busting up Jared Anderson, there's going to be some panic there. Anderson is so untested, he's hardly been to the fifth round of fights. Right? So, I like the under four and a half rounds. That's the base bet. I'm going to try to hit a home run here. I'm going to also take the underdog simply to win. That's a plus 800 bet. Right? Understand, if you feel that Charles Martin has a one in four chance of winning the fight, understand that's more than twice as good as the one in nine chance that the casinos are giving him with the bet pricing. Let me also say this too. This has another wrinkle. The last minute replacement wrinkle, as Regis Progray just found out, right? His last minute replacement not only goes the distance with him, but makes that a very close fight, right? Jared Anderson couldn't have been preparing for this awkward fighter. This is not only last minute, this is an awkward fighter. 
right? If Jared is not ready for the angles, folks, he's going to get hit, and he's going to get hit hard. When I say Charles Martin trusts his power, understand, at a certain level of puncher, if they land on you, they don't care how you react. They know the punches hurt you, right? If Canelo hits you, if Joshua hits you with a flush shot, if Deontay Wilder hits you with a flush shot, sure, you can have the same facial expression. They're going to know, hey, I know that punch hurt him. I know I can come back to that. Golovkin hits you with a flush shot. Even if you stand up and you bluff your way through that sequence, they're going to know this guy's been weakened. I believe Charles Martin trusts his power to that extent. I like the under four and a half rounds, and I normally hate low over-unders. Look at my video for the Joshua Brazil fight. Here, I'm taking the under four and a half rounds, hedged with the underdog at plus 800. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Let me also point out, too, I know Jared Anderson is quickly becoming a big name at heavyweight. I know he's a name where a lot of people are talking about him. If you have a take on Jared Anderson that you want to share with the public, I hope you do so in the comment section of this YouTube video. But I need for folks to realize that, in my opinion, the top two American heavyweights right now are a five-year heavyweight champ in Deontay Wilder, right? A guy who dropped Tyson Fury multiple times in multiple fights. And Andy Ruiz, a guy who dropped Joshua multiple times to take the title and then had Joshua run from him in the rematch. Just understand that, you know, pubbing a young guy who hasn't made it past the fourth round in several fights, when you have seasoned vets, right, a guy with an A-plus straight right hand and a guy who has arguably the fastest hands in the heavyweight division. I think he still does, right? I'm hesitant to put Jared Anderson on that mantle yet, right? He believes he's a paradigm shift the burden's on him to show us that's the case. I just want older people to realize that we thought George Foreman was unbeatable. Even after the Ali fight, we thought that that was a fluke fight, that Foreman gave that fight away. Right? Foreman hops in the ring with a KG vet who thinks he's alpha, who has a point to prove, who is determined to trade with George Foreman, as crazy as that sounds. Ron Lyle did just that and dropped Foreman, right? Let's remember in all this Jared Anderson hype that he's fighting a guy who was the PAL amateur champion. He's fighting a guy who's already crossed the Atlantic to fight Anthony Joshua, and he was the one with the belt at the time. 
right? Anderson's fighting a guy who just dropped Luis Ortiz twice early in a match. This is a dangerous fight. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for stopping by.